T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Lee, I can't wait um, to see what happens after that vote on Friday to yeah. declassify. Yeah. Um, that, you know, Jeff Duncan was talking about on right. Charlie James show. Yeah. To declassify the origins of COVID. Yeah. That that alone won't do it, but it's a, it's a step in the right direction. I know. So I, I would be shocked if it doesn't pass the House. Oh, yeah. Pass yeah. The House. yeah. Um, and it I, could pass the Senate. The I, Senate has been even some of the Senate Democrats have been. Uh, favorable to uh, a lot of things that Republicans have been asking for for quite some time, at least on this issue. Yeah, in fact, it passed the Senate unanimously before, um, back when Democrats controlled um, the House and the Senate. They still control the Senate. What happened was it passed unanimously. It got to Nancy Pelosi. When she controlled the House, she killed it. Well, see, I think that's why, is because Democrats were willing on the Senate side to do this because of those who had to get some Republican votes, and they knew that Nancy was going to do her due diligence and kill it, yeah. So I can't wait to see on the record here if it is killed by the Democrats in the Senate, like if some, you know, if they vote no, who votes no? I want to see that. But what will really be telling is if the uh, declassification of the origins of this um, vote passes the Senate and Joe has to has to. So it looks like the buck will stop with Chuck. Yeah. So let's see if Chuck wants the truth or if he wants yeah. to censor something besides Tucker Carlson. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that'll just look weird. I mean, Joe Biden was asked, I, I played the audio the other day. He comes shuffling out of the White House with a big smile on his face, going over to the helicopter where the, where the press normally greet him. And he's smiling. He obviously was talked to him. And, and the first question is, hey, Joe, are you going to bring up the origins of COVID with China? His face freezes. He gets a scowl on his face. He waves off the reporter and goes stomping off to the helicopter. Mm -hmm. So the idea of asking his friend, as he's described him in the past, Chairman Xi, hey, why'd you make that in that lab? I mean, that makes Biden really angry. He does not want to talk about it. So I don't don't know why. Yeah, I can't Uh, imagine. It's real weird, (laughs) but, um, you know, he doesn't. So is he going to sign it or is he going to defy the country and stand with Chairman Xi again? Going to be interesting to see on that. But what was fascinating yesterday was uh, Robert Redfield testimony. There's so much here. Okay. Redfield, let me start with this. Redfield is a victim, like an actual victim, not one of the left's fake victims. Robert Redfield was a CDC director under Barack Obama and Donald Trump. Okay. So that was back before the weaponization of the CDC when when a person could just do science and it wasn't partisan. And you could serve under Obama and Trump, right? So this is a this is a guy who's not political. He told us for the first time, I still got the audio in my audio bank, in 2021, March of 2021, COVID is, is man-made. He said it, point blank, it's man-made. Uh, it's absolutely man-made. He has 
since then spoken in several places. He'll tell anyone who will listen it's man-made. He is not some guy or a conspiracy theorist. He's the CDC director, okay? So he should have some credibility. But most people have no idea he ever said it because it's been so heavily censored uh, by the FBI, who, by the way, did you see Christopher Ray, head of the FBI, just put a date on it? He's still testifying. He admitted that they have known since 2021. The problem with that is that we know from the Twitter files in 2022, they were censoring people on Twitter who said it came from the Wuhan lab. Right. Why? God, get the answer to that. I think it's going to shock the world. Why was the FBI doing that? I don't know. I can't wait to find out, though. But Robert Redfield, notice something about all of these clips here. He's made this about gain of function. Gain of function Mm -hmm. is where you create bioweapons, essentially. And supposedly they say, what are we going to do gain of function? We got to teach it. We got to take a a harmless virus that only affects, say, bats. We got to teach it to jump to humans. And then we're going to rev it up. We're going to make it more deadly and we're going to make it viral so it spreads fast, right? So there's three changes to it. It's called gain of function. We make it do something it wouldn't do in nature. And the supposed reason for this is, well, we got to study it in case it ever happened. Okay, well, with COVID, which we know they made in the Wuhan lab because the guy who ever saw it has told us, Dr. Scott Huff with Echo Health Alliance, he said we fast-forwarded it 150,000 years to get the viral gain we wanted. That is not necessary. 150,000 years is what this would take in nature, is what he's saying. Yeah. That's a bioweapon. Yeah. You don't need that to study how to make vaccines. I'm, I can assure you, if humanity is still around in 150,000 years... And that's con- highly doubtful. Highly doubtful to Ray. We're going, conquering a virus like this ain't going to be a big thing. We'll have a pill for it or something. We don't need to know in 150,000 years this is how long this thing would take. This is a bioweapon. And it was made in a bioweapons facility. Because that's what the Wuhan lab is. It's not just some guys, gosh darn, trying to save humanity yeah. who happen to be with the Chinese military. The Wuhan lab was referred to as a bioweapons facility of the Chinese military before COVID. International media re- referred to it that way. It was not a secret. Now it is. Okay, so notice Dr. Robert Redfield in here. Not once does he blame China for this. Did you catch that? Not once does he blame China. Hmm. He's the head of the CDC. He blames us. He blames us. And our stubborn insistence on doing gain-of-function research. Take a listen uh, to to what he has to say. He's very mild-mannered about it because he understands this is a bombshell. But if you just listen to his words, they're shocking. Gain-of-function research has long been controversial within the scientific community. In my own opinion, COVID-19 pandemic presents a case study on the potential dangers of such research. Unleashing a new virus to the world without any means of stopping it and resulting in the deaths of millions of people. Yeah. Wow. Was he talking about gain of function? This is what, what Fauci was doing. And we know it's what Fauci was doing because Echo Health Alliance made an application to DARPA. I have a copy of it. I'm actually going to do a podcast on it in the coming week or so. Right. It's going to blow your mind. Um, and DARPA turned it down. Remember that story? They said, no, it's too dangerous. We're not, we're not going to fund that. But DARPA, in its write-up, acknowledges this is, quote, gain of function research Unquote. So we know it's gain of function. He is directly aimed at Fauci. And then he says COVID was the result of a lab leak. Based on my initial analysis of the data, I came to believe, and I still believe today, that it indicates that COVID-19 more likely was the result of an accidental lab leak than a result of a natural spillover event. 
He said that two years ago. This is not new. He's just never been allowed to speak it to Congress. And he hasn't been allowed to speak it on social media because who? FBI. Why? I don't know. Well, and and also Fauci because and you Fauci, know, yeah, that the, the the details came out that Fauci had actually commissioned a paper that claimed that it had to be naturally occurring, not out of a lab, and then acted like he didn't know that that ha- that he didn't know that he had commissioned the paper when he referenced it from the White House podium with President Trump during the run up to the uh, the whole response to the pandemic. And then got caught because we have his emails personally hit Fauci going back and forth to Mark Zuckerberg mm-hmm. about censoring yep. this on Facebook. And we now know that was one of the two big things. There were many more that the FBI censored across the 15 platforms. I'd love to see those documents. OK, so um, th- and this is Robert Redfield, too. And he's being asked, well, you know, there's some scientists who say, hey, we should totally do gain a function with our worst enemies on Earth, the Chinese, and teach them how to do it and give them the technology they did not have even though we've known since 2004 that their goal was a bioweapons program that could genetically target viruses to people who were not Chinese and kill them. That's very well documented. Yet somehow, bizarrely, we decided to give them the technology to do it. So he's asked, that wasn't said, that's me, but he's asked by Redfield, um, you, know, it, it, you know, some people say gain of function is a good idea. Is it a good idea? Proponents of this research claim it may result in vaccines or maybe even stop a pandemic. Dr. Redfield, has gain of function created any life-saving vaccines or therapeutics to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. Has gain of function stopped a pandemic, to, in your opinion? No, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic our world has seen. Do you find any tangible benefits uh, to gain-of-function research at this time? I personally don't. Now, here's what's so shocking. In January, the Pentagon gave $3 million more million, Lee, in a grant to Echo Health Alliance, the very same group that oversaw this at the Wuhan lab, including the technology transfer. We now know that from Dr. Scott Huff, who's giving interviews to anybody who will listen about what they did. He was on War Room again the other day. Yeah, we gave him the technology. I brought it up with Dr. Peter Dasik, who is the head of Echo Health Alliance. Hey, maybe we shouldn't give this to the Chinese. They might kill people with it. And he said he just got gaffed off. So they gave it to him anyway. So um, the Pentagon apparently thinks this is good work by Echo Health Alliance. And they have given him $3 million more million. It's not going to be with the Chinese this time. They're going to go do the bat research in Vietnam. So we'll see how many people they kill this time. Um, to reward that with $3 million more million is really shocking. So shocking, Lee, that it's, it's gotten to the point of such outrageousness that there is a bill filed in Congress right now to specifically never fund Echo Health Alliance again. It's the only way to stop the Pentagon. Why are they doing this? Why? Yeah. Question I've been asking a long time. And give them $3 million more in January of 2023. Because it went so well the last time. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. So it appears yet another young man gunned down by ruthless, brutal, and very mean cops. Not one cop or two, not three or four, but five. Five cops standing around a car, drilling bullets into him. He died. He died. What was his crime? He refused most of the officer's commands. He was pulled over. He was told to hand over his driver's license. Turned out he didn't have one. He was driving without a license. Declined other police commands as he recited anti-governmental views. Farmington Police Chief Eric Johnson said officers only fired after Allen reached down to what cops believe could be a holster or a gun. But as we know, that's no excuse. You have to let them get a couple bullets in you first before you fire. It's not fair. It's racism. So this is breaking. Utah cops, five of them. Circular firing squad drilling bullets into a 26-year-old man. They're like, oh, no, not another one of these. This is going to be papered all over the... Wait, what? It happened eight days ago? Well, why haven't we heard about this? Why haven't we heard about this? Where's it? Wait, what's going on? Is this has got to be racist? Oh, he was white. So let's get to the elements of this straight. College soccer player accomplished. Anti-government views. 26 years old. His name's Chase Allen. And he is most definitively white. I mean, there is no doubt about his race. Refused to hand over his driver's license. Declined to give up his registration. And they killed him for it. 
I'm just saying this is how the story would go if he was another race. And it'd be wall to wall. By now, Benjamin Crump, who always shows up to these affairs, would be standing there with the crying mother. Seen her on TV? No, I mean, eight days into a thing like that? Yeah, yeah. The marching would have begun. Maybe peaceful, probably not. But nobody's marching. There's no crying mother. Benjamin Crump's nowhere to be found. He's, you know, the attorney. You probably remember his face if you saw it. He shows up to all of these. He's the attorney they always hire. There's no NAACP. There's nobody. Sharpton. I don't know what he's doing right now. Who's covering this? I wanted to know. So I put in the name Chase Allen. Because I thought, you know, officers are bad, right? They only do this to black. Well, no, that's why we're not talking about this. Because they don't want you to know that this happens to more white young men. Doesn't seem to happen to white women, weirdly. White young men than black young men every year. See, that ruined the narrative. Can't tear the country apart with that. So they've buried it. They've buried what happened to 25. Is he 20? He's 25. 25 year old Chase Allen. We haven't seen his mama on TV crying. We haven't seen his mom at all. Nobody cares what she thinks. Nobody's denigrated Farmington Police Chief Eric Johnson or demanded he answer questions. There's no marches, no rallies, no we shall overcome. Because if they were to show you this, you would very quickly come to the shocking conclusion that this happens to people who don't comply with the police, regardless of their race. And there are more white bodies racked up this year, this way than black bodies every year. Now, if I was on the other side, I'd say yes, um, but it's you know slightly. It's usually about fifty-seven to sixty percent white kids, uh, and the rest black, and that's higher than the percentage of black people in the population. Okay. But that's not what they tell you. They tell you, I have to tell my son he can't go out because he's black. He might be executed. No, he's going to be executed for not listening to the cop. Comply. If the cop's in the wrong, sometimes they are. A good attorney will argue that later in court. You can get one, even a defense attorney. Don't die. Don't put them in this position. Because it works the same way when you're white, but they don't want you to know that. You know what is fascinating about this? How all of these supposed civil rights leaders run from this. Isn't there money to be made here? Don't these parents need representation? Who's covering it? Like pretty much almost nobody. Local affiliates there in Utah are covering it. Fox News covered it a little. New York Post has now picked it up. Full eight days later because nobody cares. Not relative to other cases like this. And to their credit, CBS News has done one article I could find. Otherwise, it's silence. So the next time one of these happens and you're told with no evidence, because there's never any evidence, there's never a post, there's never hateful comments, there's nothing like this, that this only happens to black young men. Remember that that's not true. It's just when it happens to white young men, it gets buried. And I can guarantee you, because this is how it always goes. I'm going to check. I just made a note to myself. I put it in uh, my text reminders i'm gonna go check in six months because every one of these officers is not only gonna have a job not only not gonna be inside a jail cell oh no 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 no! they'll have a job and they'll be on the beat 
they will be carrying on with their lives. And the father and the mother of this young man will have to maybe watch them as they drive by in their patrol car. And there will be no Justice Department investigation. There will be no national coverage. There will be no marches. And if the mom's lucky, the police chief will return her calls. Or maybe not. Who knows? Who cares? Because he was white. My point here is not to foment any of the anger the other side lies to you and foments, but to show you this happens to young men who don't comply to the police regardless of their race. But it is used by our elites to divide black and white people because they are terrified that we will unite as Americans and vote in our economic interest and they wouldn't be able to make us poor anymore. That's their biggest fear. So they lie. And we fall for it. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. What to make what may, what happened yesterday? The testimony, heartbreaking testimony by that Marine makes sense. He's a Marine sniper. He was not allowed to kill the suicide bomber that we'd been watching for three days as he trained for the suicide bombing. Everybody knew it. We knew who he was. We knew who his handler was. We knew what cars they drove. They pull right up after doing the training. We'd been watching the training. We knew what the target was. The Marines begged to be allowed to kill them. Snipers. I mean, that was their job. They're in Afghanistan outside the airport. But they were gaffed off. 170 people died, including 13 service members. We've been led to believe that was an accident. Let me connect a few things for you because it's going to stand your hair on end. The inspector, remember last week I, I told you, and I told you I'd be following up on this this week. Inspector General for the Pentagon put out a, an extremely disturbing report, which uh, investigative reporter um, got a hold of. You could read it. I've got it here on my desk. It's disturbing. He said Joe Biden is hiding, as is the Pentagon, classified reports that they negotiated with the Taliban to give Afghanistan to them. Here's where this gets disturbing. Very now Again, this is not some crazy group or something. This is the Inspector General of the Pentagon. Inspector Generals are in most of our federal agencies. They're supposed to combat um, unethical activity, fraud, um, that sort of thing. They have access to classified documents. He put out a report saying that the Biden administration is hiding classified documents and annexes showing that they negotiated to turn Afghanistan over to the Taliban and they restricted U.S. troops from engaging in any way with the Taliban, including when they attacked checkpoints and killed people. We now know that includes Americans. Wow. Just. Wow. This is where Republicans are going with this. They they have that. They have that report. That broke last week. This week, we have a crying Marine on the stand under oath, a sniper. Here's his story. 5,000 people were captured by our troops in Afghanistan over the years. Many lost limbs and their lives capturing them. Terrorists, they're all housed at Bagram. And when we fled in the middle of the night, without telling any of our allies, we released them. 
all 5,000, including wanted terrorists with the Taliban and ISIS, which let them go. All those years, all those shattered limbs, all those American lives lost, <laughs> whatever. Because the goal was to turn Afghanistan to the Taliban. I'll explain why the Biden administration wanted to do that in a minute. So you get this bizarre story. Our side needs to begin to connect dots better. Go get, those of you who use your shepherd, go get, there's a link to it on Gateway Pundit. You can read it yourself. Don't take my word for it. Read it yourself. Go get the Inspector General's report from the Pentagon. And he is, you can tell, these reports are usually pretty dry, milquetoast. You can tell he's very upset that they're hiding these reports. Literally where the Biden administration has had our commanders call off any retaliation against the Taliban, uh, any counterterrorism against the Taliban, even when they attack our checkpoints, which is exactly what happened here. Now, let me let Marine sniper and sergeant tyler vargas explain what happened next so at this point his story starts because it's just long i had to cut it uh, with them being alerted knowing the identity of the suicide bomber his handler the cars they drove all of it we had watched them do dry runs and all he wanted was permission to stop them to shoot them because they were about to kill a lot of people right in front of his face Ultimately, they would. 170 dead. Over the communication network, we passed that there was a potential threat and an IED attack imminent. This was as serious as it could get. I requested engagement authority while my team leader was ready on the M110 semi-automatic sniper system. The response, leadership did not have the engagement authority for us. Do not engage. I requested for the battalion commander, Lieutenant Colonel Brad Whited, to come to the tower to see what we did. While we waited for him, psychological operations individuals came to our tower immediately and confirmed the suspect met the suicide bomber description. He eventually arrived and we showed him our evidence, the photos we had of the two men. We reassured him of the ease of fire on the suicide bomber. Pointedly, we asked him for engagement authority and permission. We asked him if we could shoot. Our battalion commander said, and I quote, I don't know, end quote. Myself and my team leader asked very harshly, well, who does? Because this is your responsibility, sir. He again replied he did not know, but would find out. We received no update and never got our answer. We made everyone on the ground aware. Operations had briefly halted, but then started again. Plain and simple, we were ignored. Then a flash <clears throat> and a massive wave of pressure. I'm thrown 12 feet onto the ground, but instantly knew what had happened. I opened my eyes to Marines dead or unconscious lying around me. A crowd of hundreds immediately vanished in front of me, and my body was catastrophically wounded with 100 to 150 ball bearings now in it. <clears throat> Almost immediately, we started taking fire from the neighborhood, and I saw how injured I was with my right arm, completely shredded and unusable. I saw my lower abdomen soaked in blood. My body was overwhelmed from the trauma of the blast. My abdomen had been ripped open. Every inch of my exposed body, except for my face, took ball bearings. He watched 170 people blown away, including his fellow Marines. I'm sorry, what does the Pentagon Inspector General say? Joe Biden is hiding classified data, classified documents. They called off the retaliation. They let them attack our, 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 our um, checkpoints. That was after we put them in charge of their checkpoint. The, the, the Taliban didn't even want to manage the exit. Remember, we sent the... Um, 
We sent the general to Qatar to talk him into it. And they killed us. And a lot of other people too. Why did all this happen? But my theory on this remains that the Taliban had cut a deal with the Chinese before any of this happened, that if the Taliban took back over Afghanistan, they would partner with the Chinese to allow them and them alone to mine uh, the lithium there. We, we will then be dependent on the Chinese and whatever they want to charge for the lithium that we need for our defense industry, for our tech industry, and most importantly for our EVs. So who gets rich? China. Who else got rich? Hunter and Joe. I'm convinced that's why this happened. By the way, who do we negotiate with when we were trying to talk the Taliban into controlling the checkpoints? And, you know, ultimately letting them murder whoever they wanted to. The Taliban Five. What were they doing out? I thought they were in Gitmo. Oh, yeah, we traded them for Bo Bergdahl. See, according to this report, this was part of a plan stretching back to Barack Obama to let the Taliban leadership, who were terrorists, out of Gitmo and put them back in charge of Afghanistan. What does this mean? What's the takeaway? Do not let your kids join the military. It doesn't even matter if it's a good conservative president because eventually the Democrats will take control back. They will let out all of the 5,000 terrorists they risk life and limb to put into Bagram, and then they'll partner with the enemy. In other words, you're wasting your time. You cannot end up in a war zone. I'm telling you, you cannot. You do not want your children in a war zone ever for this government. You want to serve your country? That is admirable. Do it at home. Find a red city and join a police department. They need you. Texture rates, if what you say is true, Tara, and I do not disagree, then what I've been saying, the military gear we left in Afghanistan was a gift from Obama to the Taliban. You bet it was. That's obvious. None of this is an accident. Look, when we have an inspector general inside the Pentagon churning out reports saying Joe Biden is hiding the side deals, his words, not mine, side deals, he cut with the Taliban, including that even when they attacked our checkpoints, these are checkpoints Americans were using to try to exit the country. We would not re- retaliate. That's why that sniper was not allowed to kill the suicide bomber who ultimately killed 13, and we knew darn well the suicide bomber was coming. We'd watched him train three days before. Again, we had his description. We even knew what cars he, he and his handler drove. They pulled right up. The Marine sniper asked for permission from his superiors to take the guy out. And they're like, hey, I don't know. I'll check. And then no answer ever came. Bam. That guy, the sniper, was lucky. His friends died. He just lost his leg and his arm. But the Taliban are happy. I mean, they got to deal with the Chinese. So that's important. And Chinese are happy because, uh, you know, he, Hunter, them, Hunter, and Joe Biden are all going to get rich. So it's all good. I want to do a reminder of what we left them. 2,000 armored vehicles, including Humvees and MRAPs. They're still patrolling the streets of Afghanistan with that. 75,989 total vehicles, including Ford Rangers, Ford F-350s, armored security vehicles. Uh, We left them 50 scout attack choppers. They don't know how to operate those, but the Chinese promised that they would help them to to learn and be able to operate them. I don't know how that's going. haven't seen an update. 
208 aircraft total, 600,000 small arms, M16, M249 saws, M24 sniper systems, 50 calibers, 1,394 M203 grenade launchers, 61,000 M203 rounds, 20,000 grenades, howitzers, mortars, thousands of rounds, 162,000 pieces of encrypted military communications gear, 16,000 night vision goggles, good for another invasion. And I've explained to you why we left in the middle of the night. Why Joe Biden is the only U.S. president ever censured by the U.K. parliament. We left in the middle of the night to make sure the U.K. did not have time to assume control over the country, that it would fall to the Taliban. We left them uh, with enough gear that they are now the seventh most armed military force on Earth. And now we are learning from the Pentagon's, um, um, you know, from the Pentagon's, uh, own internal documents that side deals were cut with the Taliban to allow them to take control, including restraining troops from retaliating, conducting te- counterterrorism operations or doing anything. And then to make sure they had their army, we, went, we let all 5,000 we had captured over the course of our time in Afghanistan go. People died capturing them. People lost limbs capturing them. And we let them go. Can't serve the military, folks. Not anymore. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.